Welcome to the August 2008 edition of the More Beer Monthly Podcast. Yet another month of information from the guys over at More Beer, which includes, of course, all the more flavor brands, uh, more coffee, more wine, and our personal favorite, More Beer. In the studio with me today, Chris Graham, back in action. Great to be here. It's good to see you. Uh, it's been a couple of months since I've had you in here, I think. Um, although the last time that we did do a podcast, we had uh, JP in studio. A good decision on your part in hindsight? What do you think? It was humorous. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we're going with. Yeah. It was humorous. I thought we might actually end up with JP this month, too, but uh, we gave him a month off. Yes. So that's you got to do that sometimes. Every now and then, uh, JP needs a break. You got to keep him happy. We do have some things happening for you this month, and that's why we do the podcast. You can tune in all the time over at morebeer.com and download the More Beer Monthly podcast for updates about what's happening in the studio and also online at the website. And uh, there's always new things happening, new things popping up in the store all the time, and we'll keep you up to date about that here, plus some featured items and... Uh, just the best way to keep up to date. You have the most modern newsletter of uh, of almost anybody, if you think about it, Chris Graham. Both vocal and uh, written. Yeah. Well, this one, uh, you guys do have a, a really nice written newsletter, but uh, you know, this one audio. You're you're saving the planet. True. And true. Also giving because them. those emails are cutting down email <laughs> trees everywhere around there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. There are no email trees here. It's all podcast trees. <laughs> All right, well, let's start with the events. That's what we usually do. And uh, even for us here at the Brewing Network, uh, festival season, it is in full swing. It's the fun time of year. It is the fun time. It's a busy time. Keeps us all running around, right? Um, and I'd say it's it's almost, it's gone over the hump, so it's getting down to the last few things happening. And uh, one of them that's coming up is the Northern California Homebrewers Festival. Will you guys be there this year? Not only will we be there this year, I will be there this year. Really? First time in a long time. It is, because I think it's my, I want to say it's my fourth year going, and I've never seen you there. It's uh, usually Regan, who's yep. a lot of fun at the North Festival. He loves the parties. <laughs> and please say. Yep. Uh, but you're back this year. I'm back. Uh, the last time I went was the last year they were in uh, Napa, which used to be the home of a uh, Norba mountain bike race track. So I used to go up every year, ride the track for a bit, then uh, go to the festival, drink too much, yeah. go back and work. Good um, for you. Yeah, those were those were the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I just drink too much and sleep the next day. <laughs> right. But uh, no, uh, my wife and I, or actually she surprised me with, I want to go. And I was like, whoa. Oh, great. Yeah. So, uh, Amy's not a-, a lot of fun, too. Yeah, she'll she'll love it. Yeah, yeah, she'll take it over. Actually, <laughs> good. So, uh, first time I'm going since 2001. Okay, and uh, very excited. And it's renewed a little bit of brewing in me. Has it? Yeah. Are you going to brew to bring beer up there this year? Absolutely. Everybody should know, if you've never been to the Northern California Homebrewers Festival, it's, uh, by the way, not just California uh, homebrew clubs that go there. You get some coming down from Oregon, Oregon too. and Nevada. Yeah, and, and Nevada, absolutely. In fact, a lot of our listeners uh, from Reno come over, and certainly some from Oregon. So, But it is a great festival. It's in Dobbins, which is a strange little town, <laughs> uh, but it's actually on Lake Francis. Uh, so it's a really cool, just kind of a weekend of camp. 
camping. I haven't been there yet, so I'm excited. You've never been? That's right, because you went to the Napa one. So you get to do that. But the deal is, of course, it is a homebrew festival. So all of the different clubs, they bring uh, a whole lot of beer. There is tons of beer to be tasted. Oh, then I'm not going. (laughs) And you know it on Sunday, that there is tons of beer to be tasted. Sunday morning's the best at like 5 in the morning. Oh, Just seeing people in odd places. Yeah. Just, (laughs) you know, like slouched up against a tree. Yeah. In fact, I think I've seen your own John Plisse sleeping next to his car nice. on a nice Sunday next morning. To it. Not next to in it. it. Not in it. Not in a tent nearby. Just next to it. <laughs> leaning up. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some professional brewers fall asleep uh, standing, leaning against a tree. It's a good time is the point here. Exactly. But uh, so you're talking about bringing beer to share uh, with the other home brewers. Yeah. Really? What are yeah. you going to brew? Well, I think I got to uh, bring the famous Silk Stout. Ah. It's th- been, I, I don't get to brew for fun very often. Okay. Or I, I don't get to. I don't <laughs> choose to brew for fun very often. All right. Uh, life's full of choices, and I love Does that food. mean you're usually te- like testing? That's when you brew? I, I'm either teaching, okay, testing out new equipment, um, brewing with you guys, doing something with someone else, but rarely is it just me kicking back, having fun, brewing beer. Okay. So you're going to do it this time? Yeah. And you're, so Silk Stout is a more beer recipe? It's it's not only a more beer recipe, it's an Olin Schultz, Chris Graham creation that's been, we used to brew almost weekly back when we first started the business and okay. had time to do this. And uh, we would debate about which yeast was better, Cal or English, and uh, I'm a big English fan, he's a big Cal fan when it comes to that beer. So I think I'm going to brew 10 gallons, use both yeasts, one in one fermenter, one in the other. Okay. And uh, bring both of them up there. Let the let the people decide. Oh, that's great. When are you going to brew it? Because it, it's coming up, this festival. I hope to uh, either tomorrow or Saturday. Okay. Uh, and just anybody else wants the information, that'll give you plenty of time. Uh, you oh, can yeah. go to nchfinfo.org, and that's where you get all the information. And it happens September 19th and 20th. Uh, 19th uh, being my birthday, Chris Graham. Oh, really? Yeah. So of, uh, uh, September? Give us an extra reason to party. You know, I'll, as I'll, if we need one. I'll note that and not buy you anything. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Uh, so September 19th and 20th, your beer will have uh, a few weeks between now and then to get ready. That's a beer that ages real quick. Okay. In fact, it's not one you want to age for a long time. Okay. So I think it'll be perfect for that. What are some of the uh, characteristics of the Silk Stout? Ah, the name says it all. Yeah, all It's right. just super silky. It's not low in alcohol, like a dry stout. It's not high in alcohol. It's just kind of right there in the middle about a 1050-something starting gravity. All right. Um, just super smooth, uh, big mouthfeel, huge mouthfeel. Okay. Um, goes down easy. So it must be kind of really low roast. Uh, you're not getting any of those characters? Cause that yeah, would be using good. more uh, black roasted barley than a patent or a chocolate or anything like that. Okay. All right. And that kit is available, uh, of course, online or at the shop. Either way, uh, we have two kits that are essentially the same. Silk Stout is not repeatable as extract. So the Silk Stout itself, that's our KIT 400, beautiful beer, but that's all grain only. If you want to make an extract equivalent, that's our B3 Stout. Very close to the same, just not quite the same. Um, Why do you think it's not quite as... Some of the extracts you can't get um, that we would want, like Munich, Okay. And so that just changes the mouthfeel, the complexity, and there's also some uh, adjuncts in there, some high uh, some um, high mouthfeel uh, flaked, 
plate barley, basically. I see. All right, so you can check out, if you go to morebeer.com, you can go uh, Kit 400, that's the Silk Stout, or Kit 180, which is the B3 Stout, and that's the extract version. Exactly. And they both have won numerous awards for our customers. Okay. I'm looking forward to try them. And I, now, when you buy the kit, uh, do you get the option to choose the yeast also? Like, of course. You do, okay. And I highly suggest English. You say English. <laughs> I'm looking forward to try them both. Uh, I wonder whose camp I'll be in, Olin's or Chris Graham's. I don't you know. better be in mine because he's not going. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> oh, that's good. Anybody else from the team going up with you? Uh, Regan and Cindy Ray, as usual. Okay. And then uh, we're bringing up Jesse Warren, our showroom specialist. Oh, good. Jesse's a fun guy. He's, he's, he's not only a fun guy, he's a great guy. And and passionate about brewing like uh, uh, I've not seen in a long time. I mean, he's really into it. He's one of those guys who rejuvenates my love of homebrew. Really? Because sometimes you kind of forget how much you love it. I've been brewing over 15 years now, so yeah. and I'm only 34. So, you yeah. know, almost half my life now. It's been going on for a while. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a guy like that sweeps you right back into it. That guy's brewing two to three times a week, yeah. if not more. And, you know, beer doesn't last and he weighs like... 100 pounds. I know, he's a little guy. Yeah, yeah but yet beer to, five gallons of beer goes through him in wow. seconds. I think it's because he doesn't eat. He only, uh, he like, he, he's a monk. He has a very disciplined eating style. Let's just go with that. <laughs> I don't know if french fries and pizza are disciplined or not. But, <laughs> but if you stick to it, I guess it's disciplined. Hopefully Jesse's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing you there. The Brewing Network's going to be up there, too, and, and we always go. So uh, I'm glad that you're going this year. It'll, It'll be, be a great day. party. Anyone in Northern California, sign up. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's worth the drive. It's about three and a half hours from the Bay Area. It's not But far. just the, uh, the party itself is just awesome. It is. People are really good there. It's nchfinfo.org. I'd like to tell you that uh, Sean Paxton's beer dinner on Friday night is a can't miss, but if you don't have your tickets already... You missed. Yeah, it's sold out. It always sells out. Uh, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't show up. Uh, you can. I used to, I've gotten there on Saturdays even sometimes, left early Saturday morning, got there for the Saturday. That's the whole festival. You camp Saturday night. You do your own thing on Sunday which is usually a, a hungover. Hungover drive home. <laughs> a hungover three and a half hours home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I've got a, que- I've got a more beer question for you. Yep. Uh, of course, everyone's wondering about hops and, and where we get hops. And I've actually it's, not it's been to the... It's a bad year for it's hops. It's a tough... And, and I'll be honest, uh, I've said it on some of our other shows, uh, it's not going to get any better next year according to uh, some, of the, some of the hopsters I've nah. talked to. So it's a long road ahead of us, but every now and then uh, some things pop up. I'm on a newsletter where a person sends me updates from, from a few different homebrew shops and tells me what people have. Not been down to the, to the showroom in a little while. What's the story on hops right now? Well, we got a, we got a, a pleasant little surprise. All right. We have two of my favorite hops. One is Magnum, a great bittering hop. Mm, yeah. A high alpha, low cumulone, meaning it's a real... Sp- High alpha hop, great bitterness, but not real edgy. Not the Galena type hop edginess. So we uh, procured um, a couple bales of that, and we also got some Centennial. Two hops that were elusive to us this year. Centennial being one of my favorite aroma hops. Wow, yeah. And a great flavoring hop, too. So we got some of that. It's going to be in the showrooms and on the website. Uh, for a limited time only. We're okay. just going to sell it in two-ounce quantities. Once it's gone, it's gone. 
but uh, I think people will be pleased to finally have access to that this year. Yeah. In fact, some of the pro brewers who have come in here, uh, and we asked them, how, what, how are you doing on substitutions? A lot of them are talking about using Magnum. So that's great that you got that. Magnum as a as a, as a nice bittering hop. It, it's it's really smooth, uh, low profile as your bittering hop, and uh, high alpha. So it just takes a little bit to go a long way. Okay. Because out in the market right now, most of the high alpha hops are like 6% alpha acid, which yeah. is not high alpha hops. Yeah. So I think this Magnum's around 15 so as you're listening to this, those are available in the store now? Those are in the, available in the store now. If you had to guess, how long are those going to last? Uh, just depends. We're not even going to put a, you can only buy this many or anything like that. Okay. I'm going to guess a month, a okay. month and a half, something oh, good. like that. So you've got a nice quantity there. A uh, hundred and something pounds worth of them. So hopefully in two ounce increments, it should last a while. Great. All right. That's cool. Magnum and Centennial. Yep. And that's in addition to the ones we already have. And we have, I think, 15 hops in stock still. So it's not a situation where we've just run out. Okay. But uh, we... We're, we're lucky enough to be one of the few shops that have Cascade and Willamette. Um, and I'll have those next year's guaranteed. So oh, good. that's already locked in. But, uh, you know, that's in addition to your glaciers and vanguards and goldings and some of the other hops that we typically always try to have in stock. But those are the ones people ask about. Okay. All right, that sounds like a pretty good selection. So just stay tuned to uh, morebeer.com, and you can uh, check it all the time. You always update what you have on the website. Absolutely. Okay. Before we get to the featured uh, item today, uh, which I don't even know uh, what it is. I'm just always asking what's happening over there at More Beer. Uh, I, I do want to ask you uh, how the deal of the day is going. The DOD, as we call it? Yeah, see, I'm not one of these guys who does the midnight check-it all the time, like I know some of what? your fans do. Uh, I mean, you've got these people, with the more beer dealer day, you put up a discounted item all the time, and uh, I keep track a little. I see people talking about it on the different forums. I want to know if you've had any goodies up there lately, just as a, as a teaser of what people might find. Once in a while, we like to throw up something real big at a huge discount. Okay. Done a few more kettles, some... Oh, kegging accessories kegging kits kegs themselves carbonation keg lids um it's just pretty fun okay see i think those are those are some of the items obviously that people are looking for i think everyone will buy a great discount on a great shirt and hats and you do stuff like that too yep uh, but you know as well as I do that, that everyone who wants to upgrade on a kettle, knowing that there's a more beer deal of the day, they might wait just long enough to see if they'll get a good deal. Well, we don't want them to wait too long. <laughs> but uh, when you wake up at 11.59 and uh, hit F5 on your keyboard, <laughs> I think that's a great thing. You might find one. All right. Anything else in store for the deal of the day? Stay tuned in the month of September. Yeah. Uh, there'll be a brew sculpture, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Really? Yeah. Now, how pleasantly surprised are we talking about? I'm just gonna say pleasantly surprised. You're gonna put a sculpture up there, though. Yeah. One of the new, one of the new fangled ones. You guys, one have? of the new fangled ones. Really? Yeah. See, I already have one, so I, I'm excited for other people. I, I was thinking, wow, I got to get Chad looking at that, and then I remember we've got one in our backyard. Yeah. Well, you should look anyway. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. All right. So, what do you th- what are you saying? September, the month of September, there will be at least one. All right. All right, more beer. If that's not a reason to check out the more beer deal of the day, I don't know what is. All right, what about uh, new gadgets in the shop? I'm always interested in uh, different things to to play with, new toys. So, uh, anything new on the homebrew front? 
Well, this is a, a different kind of gadget for us. Um, we had a customer who's out of Washington, D.C., lives in a very small building, apartment, and uh, he is an engineer himself and designed this cool little system to do all grain in an apartment. And it all works off vacuum pumps. Sweet little brewery. We call it the Vacuum Brewery. Okay. And um, Jesse was our test pilot at our shop. He owns a B3 2000, brews all the time on it, blah, blah, blah. We showed him this, and he was like, can I take one home? I'm like, cool. Yeah, take it home for a couple weeks, brewing it once, let us know what you think. He brings it back about three weeks later. He's like, yeah, I did six batches. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, he'd brew at night after work. Okay. And uh, the only reason he only brewed six in that time frame was because he ran out of fermenter space. I see. He could do it in under four hours, um, didn't require any major pumps, anything big. It, It all works off of a vacuum draw from one vessel to the next. Okay. And he said it was sweet. He didn't even have to monitor it. Like when he set up the sparge, since it's a vacuum in two kettles, it flows at the same speed. So, and the size of the tubing sets it up so your sparge is just the same rate every single time. It has even its own chilling system, and it's the same rate every single time. And wow. it's, it's just a simple little system. Um, the all-out best system you can buy is $500. No and, kidding. And if you already have kettles and whatnot, and you're looking at the kits on our website, you can downgrade and, and pay less than that. But it's... It, he has a, a basic patent on it, and we said, we'd love to rep this for you. Yeah. And he's an awesome guy. He's willing to support it. And uh, Jesse's like, I'll support it. It's so simple. So uh, we're excited to put that out there. So it's all grain. How many vessels is it? Three vessels. It is three vessels. It's your hot liquor tank, your mash tun, and your boil kettle. And uh, works super easy, really fast, works great. And uh, he said ultra consistent which is what he loved about it really yeah that's pretty interesting to me yeah. to have it all kind of uh you say he he designed it to be done in an apartment so it must be compact it's very compact it only it's five gallons let's let's talk about that there. okay five gallon final batch but um it's using two eight gallon kettles and a five gallon kettle the five gallons your sparge water the two eights are your mash and your boil kettle. Okay, and it's all designed to be made to be brewed on on a basic stovetop. You don't need any more power than that to brew on. I see. Wow, that's pretty interesting. It's kind of cool. It actually. is. Yeah. I'm, I'm really fascinated to try it. And it all and you that you can move all the liquid by vacuum is just so much. Uh, not yeah, only you're easier, not you're not lifting anything. You're yeah. not using a big industrial pump. Yeah, it's just all vacuum. So you're saying that the the most tricked out version of this that you have is five hundred bucks. Yeah. What's your most if if you don't mind? What's your most tricked out of homebrew startup kit? Uh oh, homebrew startup kit. Yeah, because I mean, you have you have the several kits, right? Sure, that's about five hundred bucks as well. So and and is the, and that's to go extract, isn't it? That's to go extract, but that's your fermentation and a lot of other things in your kegging system and all of that. Okay. So we sell. Kit- oh, that one has kegs also. The, the that kit, that kit. Yeah. So the the vacuum brew kit is just about the the wort production. I see. Okay, where you'll still need a fermenter and you'll still need a hydrometer and you'll still need an ingredient kit and you'll still need to bottle or keg it or whatever you're going to do. But still, to go all grain in your kitchen for five hundred bones, yeah, that's pretty good. Man. Yeah, and in fact, if you already have a kettle, 
you could save quite a bit of money just taking that first leap. And, and we have three different kits, so one of them was without that five-gallon kettle. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a new gadget, man. That's pretty good. Uh, so that'll be on the website also? Yeah. Uh, just uh, search Vacuber. Okay. Very clever. Sounds, sounds like a... I know it's kind of like a '70s type of a gadget, right? The <laughs> well, vacuum brew. Let's not talk too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird name. Uh, all right, and then the last thing that we have to talk about today is uh, what's happening at the shop. I haven't been there in a little while, so what's going on in the showroom? You know what? Uh, this time of year is uh, the other season. Ah, uh, yes. Lunch meat? No. Oh, not that other. <laughs> oh, the other other. It's the other other. I it's see. wine. Ah. And uh, while we don't like to uh, talk too much about those wine guys. <laughs> not <laughs> on the beer cast, anyway. Exactly. No, uh, wine season is a really interesting season, especially as a big beer lover as myself. I also love making wine. It's mm. a ton of fun. But really, the beautiful thing about beer is we can make it whenever we want. You brew on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It doesn't matter. It's grain store, hop store, water stores, yeast stores. Yeah, no season. Yeah. But grapes, you, there's no calendar date. It's all about the brick level. It's all about temperature, moisture in the air, all that good jazz that okay. dictates when it's coming. And it's here. Uh, we're getting a container every other day, it seems like. The parking lot, if you come down to more beer in Concord, it's just full. Really? If you go to my other two retail stores, one of them was saying they can't even walk to the back room right now. They have so much equipment in there. Wow. So anyone who's interested in wine, now's the time to start looking at it. We got tons of equipment. All of it's in, pretty much. Um, and from distemmer crushers, presses, tanks, filters, pumps, you name it. If you're interested in wine, now's the time to get into it. Okay. You have everything that you're going to need. Yeah. And what about uh, grapes and things like that? Uh, we actually started the Craigslist of grapes um, really? about two years ago. It's called moregrapes.com. Okay. And the idea is it's totally free for the growers and totally free for the sellers. Uh, uh, not sellers, buyers. I buyers see. and sellers to find each other. Now, they have to pay for the grapes, I'm sure. But, yeah. Um, and you can look in your region. You can look for the type of grapes you want, your age of the vines, all that good jazz. Okay. Good. And, What's the uh, website again? Moregrapes.com. All right. Fair enough. Oh, that's good. So you can get all the ingredients and then get the equipment down at More Beer. Exactly. Check it out. Or, or in that case, it would be More Wine. Morewinemaking.com. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, so a lot of happening over at uh, More yeah. Beer right now. You guys are busy. Yeah, well, we're, we got to get rid of all that wine stuff to get ready for beer season. I see, which is huh. the rest of the year. Which is pretty much always, but <laughs> yeah. as the temperature drops a little bit, yeah. the natives come out and say it's time to make beer. Ah, very nice. All right, well, that's about it for the More Beer Monthly Podcast. Again, our featured items. Uh, check out the Silk Stout, which uh, Chris Graham's going to be brewing. If you go to the Northern California Homebrew Fest, you might get to check it out. Silk Stout is Kit 400. That's for you all-grain brewers. Or the B3 Stout, which is its extract counterpart. That's Kit 180. You can search all of this over on morebeer.com. Just punch it in the search box there. Plus, uh, don't forget that there are now Magnum and Centennial hops available. Yep. Get them while you can. Yep. Couldn't, uh, they're not going to last too long. <laughs> and uh, if you're uh, just interested in checking out a unique gadget and possibly going all grain in your kitchen, you can search for the Vacu Brew over there. And those are our featured items for the month. So check all of that out. That's our August podcast. Uh, we'll be back next month. Have no idea what's in store for you. So all the more reason to tune in, I It'll suppose. be exciting. 
And by the way, next month is just days away. So, yeah. hey, well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, just hang in there. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next time on the More Beer Monthly Podcast. <laughs>